0: Hello, you are listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Environmental Defense Fund. And
1: I'm Samoma Laws with Restore or Retreat.
0: And it is time for our 2019 year-end wrap-up show where we're going to talk about all of the great things that happened, maybe some not so great things (laughs) that happened in 2019. (laughs) Got to
1: take the good with the bad.
0: Yeah, and then have some of our uh, favorite guests on to talk about their years and really what they're looking forward well, some to. some favorites, some not. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Exactly. Uh, in the next decade, because we're closing out 2019. I know, why do you
1: keep saying that? It's like scary and intimidating.
0: I think I'm ready for the 20s. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: I'm ready for this year to end. Yeah, <laughs> Start so a new 2019
0: one. <laughs> has been uh, the best of times and the worst of times. but um, But yeah, we're here and... Another year in the can, Simone, with Delta Dispatches. and I'm telling you, who'd
1: have thunk it? Like, I can just never... (laughs) Um, I will say, in typical Delta Dispatches fashion, we, like, almost had to re-air and didn't decide whether or not... We couldn't even get it together to do a wrap-up show. And then we're like, you... I'll give all credit to you because it wasn't me. We're like, no, we're doing a show. We
0: we would not leave our listeners without a, a year-end mm-hmm. show looking back, looking forward. I will say I am missing my uh, you know, company's holiday party, which I'm sure they're deep in the White mm-hmm. Elephant Exchange right now. Mm-hmm. So I had to miss out on getting You're going to and- come
1: in here, a couple of hottie-totties in. You, you seem to be doing okay.
0: <laughs> I'm doing all right. I, I might have snuck a Christmas cookie <laughs> and a little bit of eggnog before leaving, but I'm certainly missing out on the $8.00 and be- below present See uh,
1: me and Victoria can't play white elephant it's not really fun. <laughs> and so like that's where it ends. You just so. say <laughs> each other things or
0: just you know out of uh pedicure manicure yes, lunch. Yeah. that's our holiday yeah. party.
1: Yes, indeed. But we, seriously and um we had been kind of struggling to get our stuff together cuz we have been so busy. I mean all kidding aside it's just been non-stop. You left me high and dry. Okay. And and um, that was last week. And and
0: you managed. It was a great show. Yes. You had some favorites on. Yes. So.
1: Thank you, Ryan. Joe and man, Lights on the
0: me. Lake um, yes. was a huge success. We went. OK, oh, let's start there. Was that let's your first there? time yes. going? Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: And um, we, it was great. It mm-hmm. was so great. It's such a different culture out there. But um, the kiddos took their picture with Santa Claus. Uh, we went into the gift shop. We bought a couple of items. It was great. They had music. And the boat. The boat thing is so neat. It's, it's so just cool neat. to see
0: them. And how like people go all out in terms of, the decorations and some of them have themes, and yes. it's just so cool to see that. And then you see them like kind of sail by the canal and then past the lighthouse and then down the lake. Um, a really cool event, and I mean, even it was so fun. Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm very much looking forward to, forward to it next year too. Yeah. So.
0: even apart from you know when they have events, like mm-hmm. I recommend going down to the New Canal Lighthouse, mm-hmm. checking it out, going to the gift shop, going yeah, um, doing we, a we tour. we went upstairs
1: in the lighthouse, mm-hmm. and they have a nice display up there. Yeah. And so it was all it was all just really great. And like I said, we took the kids, met the Tucks, Joni Tuck, and then oh nice, yep, made my sister go out there. It was
0: great. Well, and I don't know. People say that you know the lakefront and that area is just it doesn't feel like New Orleans to me. That is New Orleans because I kind of grew up in that area. I love that New Orleans has
1: that different aspect to it, right? Like, can you imagine that? The Treme and the lake live in the same place. It's the same place, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's fun. um, Well, anyway, speaking of kids, um, Mm -hmm. we were busy yesterday at the Coastal Protection Restoration Authority. Um, You all may remember earlier in the year we launched our um, Restore the Coast, Protect Their Future campaign that featured a TV ad in the Super Bowl um, that ran 300 times after um, you know, it was featuring kids of Louisiana's coast, including the Malazas, including mm-hmm. the Tucks and They others. made cameos, yes. Um, but, you know, talking about really why this issue is so critical to their future. Um, and so we were able to, from that, um, pull together these books that highlight the best responses we received. Um, we've received over a thousand responses from all 64 parishes. All of them. Bienville, shout out. Exactly. 38 states. Um, people just telling us why the coast is so important to them. So we put that together in a book. Um, and we brought some of the kids to the CPR. I board love seeing the kids yesterday. in person, right?
1: Because yeah. we were, we did the field thing together, but then they shot their other pieces. So it was nice to see them come back. Yeah. And they, and they presented were the bugs. They
0: were so great. I mean, they were so excited and just. I brought you my know. cards because I don't also trust inspiring. Myself. Yeah, you had, you know, <laughs> one kid's quoting JFK. The other one is just like, you know, really. Can you
1: yeah. imagine, like, would little Jacques have been intimidated to go to the legislature?
0: At state Capitol. State Capitol, yeah. like
1: in the committee room and sit at the desk and you're looking at all these people. All these on, grown-ups. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that are on the official like, stage, if you will, right, you know. None of them seemed too intimidated.
0: No, no. I mean, they did an awesome job and they were so pumped after. It's kind of funny the way it worked out. I mean, it's a very busy time of year, obviously, yeah. for holidays, exams, that sort of thing. So we had seven. They're all boys. I, I <laughs> so
1: leaned over to David Muth, another guest of ours, and I was like, there are no girls. And then when they, and I think Chip made the funny comment about the girls being home to study. I had to laugh I
0: at know. that. I <laughs> know. Well, we had some. They had to pack out the last minute. But yeah, there were a lot of um, you know young girls featured in the ad, and young girls that are obviously very active in But they were from coastal. different places mm-hmm, too. I thought over. that was great. Yeah, we you had, had some kids Saint from Bernard. Saint Bernard, yeah. um, from Orleans, from Jefferson. I mean, the ad featured kids from Terrebonne. Um, so yeah, it was a great just overall um, you know effort that I think we were trying to put coastal issues front and center, create this steady drum beat throughout the year, um, and also really highlight what's at stake and really why we're doing this. I mean, we all love our coast we love going out and fishing and you know being on the coast and we also understand the the benefit it provides in terms of protecting us from flooding but really this is about um you know i'm sure you can appreciate this growing up here and and with your family but um you know our our parents and grandparents Mm -hmm. like this is a place they're from and they're sometimes grandparents and so we want to make sure our kids can continue to live here
1: yeah i thought it was great to hear from them and i cannot tell you how much we heard afterwards where folks were like oh i, I love that started the meeting right mm-hmm. you know and um, that meeting is really about process and plans and things like that. So it definitely added like a human dimension to that, that I thought mm-hmm. was really great. And so I like y'all deserve all the credit. We got a lot of um, feedback on that. So
0: yeah, and just I mean, we share them on the show every week, our coastal voice of the week, but you can check them out anytime at restorethecoast.org. You can also, you know, submit your own to see the ad itself. So um, a really wonderful close to 2019. Another busy year um, or another busy part of the meeting, uh, the state released its annual plan Mm -hmm. for next year.
1: Yeah, they talked about quite a bit, right? They talked about um, they looked back to FY 19, right? And they looked back to see some of the work that they had accomplished, um, which was great to hear, right? And it's hard to kind of sometimes sum all that up and to see how much work that was done. I think um, Brand Haas has been on the show before, too, has said they had 26 projects in construction. Um, Six were completed. And then next year, it almost doubles. Um And I don't want to steal- Busy year, yeah. Yeah, our next guest thunder or anything, but, you know, the amount of work that we're anticipating in the future. So, but just like this year, we have to look back to kind of- to mm-hmm. see where we're going to and so that was a nice recap to do that and then of course they talked about one of our favorite topics diversions mm-hmm. right they got into the weeds of some of the information that they're really looking at through these some impressive um, modeling yeah.
0: showing kind of what you'll get through a sediment diversion in terms of land built land maintained supporting other projects like marsh creation mm-hmm. projects so very interesting um we're about to head into break but we have to recap some key moments from the year 2019 you have to go back and check them out if you haven't we got to go to the govern- governor's mansion i still cannot
1: believe they let us in like <laughs> to
0: this day still can't believe we got to sit down with the man himself governor john bell edwards and get his thoughts on coastal issues that was a highlight i got to speak to margaret Orr. I know.
1: yeah you uh, we got to talk to steve from steve Caparata yeah, from yeah. we talked to tristan Alicia, Alicia, uh, Alicia.
0: Exactly. Talked a lot about the birds and the Ersters.
1: (laughs) Yes, indeed. It was was a great year. I was looking back when we were talking about this show and it's fun to look back at that. But they're all on DeltaDispatches.org. You can go back and check all those episodes out and you can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google Play and iTunes. We have some fun surprise guests coming up. So stick with us through the break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Delta Dispatches.
0: At Audubon, we believe that where birds thrive, people prosper. Nowhere is that more evident than in Louisiana. Integrating science, education, and policy, Audubon Louisiana's mission is to conserve and restore natural ecosystems, focusing on birds, other wildlife, and their habitats for the benefit of humanity and the Earth's biological diversity.
1: Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and online at www.RestoreOrRetreat.org.
0: Hello, we're you are listening, and we are listening as well to Delta Dispatches.
1: <laughs> Maybe you did have a toddy before you Maybe started. Maybe I did
0: have an eggnog. I don't do eggnog, though, because of the dairy. Oh,
1: I had bad eggnog <laughs> once. I don't want to talk about it. I
0: know. Anyway, that's another show. Um, welcome back to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and while restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Aber with Environmental Defense Fund. And
1: I'm Samoma Laws with Restore Retreat. That's something that changed this year.
0: I know, from Audubon to Environmental Defense mm-hmm. Fund, but always... You still
1: pimping Audubon on, uh, exactly. on the commercials.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, that might change, but I'm still with Coastal Louisiana, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. Um, Well, um, we are deep into our 2019 uh, year-end wrap-up and also look ahead to Mm -hmm. 2020 and beyond. And we are so excited to have this next guest. I should have
1: not told you and made you guess who the next guest
0: was. Well, I think I would have gotten it. Yeah,
1: um, My clue would have been hates fun questions (laughs) and refuses to answer fun questions. So um, surprise guests, will you announce yourself? Hello, guys.
2: It's Chip Klein. How's everybody? Yes, I hate surprise questions, but I'd like to put something on the record. I can't believe they let y'all in the governor's mansion either. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we
0: might have had some help getting in there. So thank you, Chip. And you were there with us. So um, a really amazing experience. And we're very grateful to you for, you know, basically being our uh, cred that let us let us through the door. I agree with that. I agree with that. Hello, Chairman Klein. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. How's it going? It's been a while. It's been too long since I've
1: been on here. You've been a very busy bee, that's why. You don't talk I to know. us anymore. You've been busy blowing and going on coastal.
2: Yeah, we really have. I mean, this, this year, I mean, both of y'all know that this year has just been, in my opinion, really the best year uh, that the coastal program has had since it's been created. And... You know, just in the in the previous segment, you referenced the fact that we've had more hurricane protection and coastal restoration projects under construction this year. I kind of made uh, up those they, numbers,
1: so I don't know if they were correct or not. But those are aboutish, right? <laughs>
2: that they were in the ballpark. Yes, <laughs> but you know, more more projects under construction this year than any other time in the history of our state. And Simone and you referenced the, the annual plan that Mr. Haas presented at the C.P.R.A. board meeting. We're actually going to beat that statistic next year, close to doubling the amount of projects that we've had under construction. One of the, I think one of the greatest stats that that we've um, been putting out in the public is you know next year number one, we're going to have some of the largest barrier island projects that have ever been constructed across coastal Louisiana under construction, some of the largest marsh creation projects that have ever been constructed being constructed next year. so some of these some of these large scale uh, restoration projects that have really been envisioned for years will actually be hitting the ground next year and so we will actually have close to 20 to zero dredges operating across coastal Louisiana next year, which is close to half the entire dredging fleet in the Gulf of Mexico. And so that is, I think that is really something to be proud of. And so obviously diversions are going to be, you know, continue to remain an important component of the master plan. And we're continuing to do everything we can to get those things implemented. But I think it's important for the, the listeners and the viewers out there to, to remember that we are still dredging as much as we can and creating as much land through dredging as, um, as we can. So, but those, those are statistics that I think we're very proud of. And um, I, I know that you have a lot of fun questions you want to ask them, But <laughs> since, I've, since I've got the air here and the, or the floor here, uh, I do want to just, uh, you know, it's, it's times like these at the end of the year where you kind of reflect back on the work that the agency has done uh, over the past year. And um, w- when you think about what was accomplished this year, it just makes you realize how proud you are to be a part of an organization like this uh, that is working on behalf of over 2 million people who call South Louisiana home. When you think about the job, uh, the people, the men and women who go to work every day uh, within the Coastal Protection and Restoration Authority, the job that they did um, just makes me so proud to be affiliated with them. Um, So I want to say that, but I think more importantly, I think I'm even more proud of the way that those guys do their job. Uh, that they go to work every day, they strive their best to represent the agency in a way that it deserves to be represented. They represent the state, the governor, all of the stakeholder groups, I, I think in a way that should make everyone proud. And um, I, I hope some of the staff are listening to this because I, I really think that they represent the best of state government.
1: Yeah, I think that's really well said, Chip. You know, we love working with so many members of the CPRA team and, and your office staff and the governor's office, too. And so um, it's amazing what that little machine gets done over there. Right. I think people um, underestimate how even how big y'all are. Right. And, and so uh, small but mighty. And so um, your staff is great. They have great morale. And, and that's all due to great leadership. Well, thank you.
2: So I mean it, it it's it's true. I mean we're, we're really a, a young agency, we're a small nimble agency and so we actually had our Christmas lunch in the today where we had all of the regional offices come up to, to Baton Rouge. So it was it was great to have team coastal together um and you know to celebrate uh the year that we've had and and the work that's going to be done uh next year.
0: So well, you'll certainly deserve it. And I think one of the other things that we've highlighted on the show just by having some of the the folks from CPRA on or just highlighting the various careers is the diversity of, of jobs and disciplines and ex- areas of expertise that go into this work. You know, whether you're you know, a scientist, an engineer, outreach professional, you know, communications uh, policy. Um, It's so comprehensive and you all, you know, kind of are firing an all cylinder So, Chip, I guess my question for you, I mean, 2019, as we said, was a very busy year on a number of fronts. Um, For you um, and thinking about the agency, what was your highlight of the year?
2: Oh, goodness. Well, I mean, so there was never really a dull moment, right? I mean, so, you know, if you recall back in in January where there was a leadership change and I was very honored that the governor asked me to... um, It seems like
1: eight years ago. Like, I don't understand how that was in January.
2: (laughs) But but if you think about it, John, it was, you know, that press conference, the governor announced an over $300 million spending plan for the coast. And so we've been doing every single thing we can to get those projects implemented. But shortly after that press conference, you know, the Mississippi River uh, was at record levels, So you had a high water event across the entire coast where we had to sink the barge again Um, and then our worst fear actually came to fruition this year where you had high river levels, you had rapid rainfall and you had a hurricane come across our state um, with Hurricane Barry and that was never a situation that we wanted to be in um, but I think what the highlight of the year for me was watching the investments that we've made over the last several years from a restoration standpoint and uh, from a hurricane protection standpoint performed in a way in which we knew they would. And so the investments that we've made around Terrebonne and Lafourche parishes, if you recall back in Hurricane, you no know, similar storm surge for Hurricane Ike, you had 11,000 homes flood. In Hurricane Barry, you had a similar storm surge and only 11 homes flooded. So it was. I think the highlight of the year for me was watching the investments that we've made um, protect people, protect lives, protect livelihoods, and really sustain the environment. And then on the restoration you know, side, it was very, uh, it was great to see some of those barrier island uh, projects that had recently been constructed and some of the marsh creation projects really show that they are sustainable um, when a storm like Hurricane Barry. Uh, comes on shore. now. Hurricane Bill wasn't the storm that we thought it was going to be, but I, I think that it was the first true test uh, for some of those those large investments that we've made. So, uh, for me, I think that was probably the highlight of the year.
1: And it goes to show it, you that you can't call that a highlight. <laughs> it goes to show you you can't let up, though, right? I mean, it goes to show you that. Oh my gosh, look at all that we did and look how much more we need to get done um, mm-hmm. to continue to protect, you know, and restore the community. So kudos to you. Good job. Very good. Oh,
2: thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I want to thank both of you too. Y'all y'all
1: you, Oh, you, you uh, know he says fun. that like, oh yeah, he says like such glorious things about his staff and he's like, I guess I'll thank you too.
2: Okay, well, how about this? Y'all
1: are both pains in the ass, but I about Oh, we didn't have our finger on the curse button. <laughs> that means that you get a series of fun questions. Oh, good. Are okay. you ready? Oh, I oh, okay, I, I go first. We're going to do a little rapid series. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go first, then shock, and then... Um, so, Chairman Klein, um, if you had a boat, what would you name it? It's like, the,
2: what would you name the camp, right?
1: Yes, but um, why don't you think about this? You should have an answer ready.
2: Well, so you know, my mother-in-law has given me this nickname called Chippy Doodle, right? So, she calls me <laughs> Chippy Doodle. So I don't know if Chippy Doodle would be a appropriate name for the the, um, for the boat. But every time my buddies and I get together, we always talk about the glory days. So i was probably in a glory days.
0: Fair enough. Fair that, enough. That's a good about that? good name. All right, Chip. Um, word on the street is that you recently met one of the one half of the duo of Brooks and Dunn. Uh, so your question is, what is your favorite Brooks and Dunn song? Oh, I
1: was going to say, oh, which is your favorite Brooks or Dunn?
2: That is the toughest question you've ever asked. Oh, the
1: toughest
2: question. You know, I'm, I like Brand New Man. I like Mama Maria. Um, uh,
1: Mama Maria's is a remake, though.
2: Right? Uh, yeah, but it's still a Brooks and Dunn song. um Also, like I Believe is another great song. It's a really uh, meaningful
0: song. I think one of my favorites is Neon Moon. I don't know if you've heard the version with Casey Musgraves, but she Uh did a cover, and it's pretty good.
1: You are an onion. We peel back layers of Jacques being the country (laughs) fan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Chairman Klein, we are up against a break, and we are going to let you off the hook a little bit. We definitely appreciate your time. We know you're off to a Christmas party, so we don't want to take too much time. Um, But thank you for calling in. Thank you for your leadership and all that you do. Not just to help the two of us, but also to help the great state of Louisiana.
0: Merry Christmas, Chip. And I hope you get to watch uh, the best Christmas movie ever. No, Home Alone! No, yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas no. Vacation multiple times over your break.
1: Y'all are ridiculous. Go, Tigers!
0: <laughs> All right, thank, thank you so much. We'll talk more in 2020, and we'll be right back after the break on Delta Dispatches. Hello, you are listening to Delta Dispatches. We're discussing Louisiana's coast, its people, wildlife, and jobs, and why restoring it matters. I'm Jacques Hebert with Environmental Defense Fund.
1: And I'm Simone Laws with Restore Retreat. If we had a multiple choice of things we talked about, if you had a guess of things we talked about during the break...
0: There's no theme. There's no theme. It's just random, the most random things in the world. Sometimes we ask Siri questions. <laughs> Talk about Dolly Parton's net worth. Yes. Those kinds of things. Um, well, it is time for our last coastal stat of oh, the week and you of did the some year. Homework. Yes. Um, and it's very appropriate for this time of year. So um, as you all may know, it's Christmas time. That means your Christmas trees it's are Christmas up. Christmas time. Uh, are you going to sing us a song, <laughs> no, no. Simone?
1: That's the um, Live Aid song. Oh, okay. That's how it starts. It's Christmas time. Oh. There's no need to be afraid. Please Hello? continue. There won't be <laughs> snow in Africa this Christmas? I don't
0: know that song.
1: Are you kidding?
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to keep going. Um, But don't just throw your trees away. Make sure they go to the coast. You can recycle them. And you may have known, but um, Louisiana and various parishes have had Christmas tree recycling programs. Jefferson Parish, for example, they're in their 30th year of doing the Christmas tree recycling program. And they have recycled enough trees that if you put them end-to-end, end, they would stretch from New Orleans to Chicago. Oh, wow. Yes, and we're so excited to have the perfect person to talk about that and more on the show, previous guest with Jefferson Parish's Coastal Zone um, Department, Lauren Avril. Welcome back to Delta Dispatches, Lauren.
3: Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Lauren, Christmas. please
1: please tell me that you know um, the Band-Aid song, Don't They Know It's Christmas oh, Time? I don't know that song.
3: Yeah. I'm gonna lean on Jacques' side.
1: I'm not. That we'll do it. We'll do it. it to open the next
0: segment. <laughs> I know that song, Simone, but what you saying, I don't think it's that song. <gasps> <laughs> We're getting vicious. I'm. I'm gonna wait. You just wait till the next break, buddy. You just wait. <laughs> So, Lauren, um, we were talking about the CPRA board meeting yesterday and you were there and you presented on the Christmas tree recycling program. Um, There's been a lot of really great press about the program. So give folks an overview. um, You know, what is it and kind of what are some of the key results that you all have seen through recycling Christmas trees?
3: Well, great. Yeah, they were I was super excited that they invited um, me to speak, to talk. This is this Christmas season is our 30th um christmas season of recycling christmas trees um and so it's it started back in 1991 um some scientists at a coffee shop came up with the idea um and basically trying to utilize um some trees or things that we have an abundancy of and um that's how it got started the idea was to make some sort of sediment traps and um, we have a lot of christmas trees around the christmas time especially in january so um it has been a project that has gone – Jefferson has the longest-running program, but the, the, um, there used to be a lot more funding for it, and I think there also used to be a lot more Christmas trees. But um, it's been and, – and multiple parishes have participated in the program over the years. Um, Orleans still participates and has a, a great program that they work with uh, wildlife and fisheries and the National Guard. But our program, um, like I said, it's the longest-continuing, and we will be out there placing the trees on February 1st. Um, the the weekend after duck season.
0: Awesome. And, you know, I thought one of the things that was so cool in the presentation is you showed an area where um, it had been kind of fortified by the Christmas trees um, in an area that hadn't, and you saw pretty substantial um, land, I guess land being maintained where the other area... um, The shoreline had retreated significantly. Mm
1: -hmm. Can you tell us about that, Lauren?
3: Yeah, we we put that graphic together back when the NBC Nightly News um, covered us. They came out in um, 2018 and um, did a whole special... Special on it. But one of the things when I first got brought in, um, I've been with the parish three years, was really we're spending money, we're spending coastal resources, we're spending parish resources and a lot of parish um, employees' time to do this project. And does it really work? Um, and over the past, um, the graphic that we have over the past 20 years, the, on the area that has these cribs, now mind you, it's renewable. So every year we have to put in new Christmas trees because it's not a fortified wall or it's not breakwaters. Um, but every year we have to put the trees back. But it has, um, it's only lost three acres since 1998. Whereas on the other side of the pen, we put this in, and it's in Lafitte in this large uh, pond. And um, on the eastern side, where we don't have it, it's lost 23 acres. So, I mean, we're still, we're still having loss, um, but it's it drastically reduced with us using these Christmas trees.
0: So if I'm in listening and I'm in Metairie or you know elsewhere in Jefferson Parish and I want to recycle my Christmas tree, what do I need to do?
3: So on January, you have to put out your trees um, the week of January 8th. So if you put your trees out the night of the 8th, and depending on your pickup schedule, it's the ninth, tenth, and eleventh. Um, and one of the, and we we only take the green trees. Can't so be flocked. Can't be flocked. Can't have tinsel. Can't have ornaments. Um, just the green trees. And what people sometimes get confused because they see the same waste trucks picking up their trees so they think the tree is getting thrown away. We pay the waste management company um, money um, in advance. With the, They clean the trucks, and they are putting them in in, the, in trash trucks, but they are designated specifically for the Christmas tree project.
1: Yeah, Lauren, you actually made a good point earlier about maybe less Christmas trees, and that's true. People, people have artificial trees and, and things like that too, but this is a way that people really feel like they can contribute and so um, I think it's, you know, r- rather than planting or, you know, doing oyster shell recycling, there's very few things that um, people can really, you know, get their hands around um, to be able to do for recycling. So or, or to restore the coast, really. And this is a perfect combination of both.
3: Absolutely. People, um, a lot of, lot of folks enjoy doing it. They, they, they feel like they're contributing every year. And in addition to doing the trees, obviously, we, we um, are always soliciting volunteers. For help on that February first, and it's a great opportunity for to get um, to get. Let's say you live in Medary and you've never been on a boat. This is your opportunity to do so because we can put you in boats. Last year we had over twenty five boats and over hundred and thirty volunteers, with some delicious fried seafood and some music. Um, we had a great, great um, volunteer event last year, and we're hoping to do the same this year for our thirtieth.
0: Is there somewhere people can go to learn more or sign up about volunteer? Sign up to volunteer.
3: Absolutely, they um, on the Jefferson Parish website. All you have to do is go to the Coastal Management Department um, tab, and we have a. It's easy to find all the Christmas tree information.
0: So um, beyond Christmas trees, you've been very busy, and 2019 has been a big year for Jefferson Parish's Coastal Department. You've gotten a lot of grants. You have a lot of projects kind of in the works that have been um, moving forward or being constructed. So, what are some of your highlights, Lauren, for 2019?
3: We've had so much great stuff going on. Um, Obviously, the NIFWIF, we received a half a million dollar grant, and I actually just got an email that they added about $75,000 more to that project, and that's to build the marsh out in um, between Bucktown and Bonneville. There's been a lot of coverage on that. We're super excited about that one. But um, we also, we have so many projects going on in and around the Grand Isle area, um that i was out in grand isle last weekend and got i mean literally there's rocks being built on the front of the island there's a barge with rocks built building breakwa- breakwaters on the back side of the island you've got all the the con- construction going on at queen Beth. i mean one boat trip and i got to see three massive amazing projects for for jefferson parish um that's not even talking about west grand Ter. that's one of the dredge projects chip was talking about that's slated for um construction um, it's in design right now um so so much so much work so um so many cpra funds um all being spent to for some crucial areas for the parish um and then but one of the the highlights that we had this year was we took out some stem kids for the first time mm-hmm. in september Um, we had some kids, we had two days. We went out um, from East Bank STEM schools and from West Bank STEM schools. So about 40 students and teachers out to Bison yet. So we got to show them some projects, um, and some, what, you know, just get them out into the marsh, get them into the boats. Um, and actually Yankee pond project was finishing up and we even got to have the crew talk to them about different coastal jobs. So, um, so that was, it was extremely successful and, and partnership with actually, it was the new parish president, Cynthia um, Li Shang, that was one of her big drivers because she's very interested in the connecting the government, um, Jefferson Parish government, to STEM schools in the parish. And so that was really, really fun to get them out on the water.
1: Yeah, Lauren, you brought up that, you know, it's a Christmas tree anniversary. It's also, um, Quipera anniversary and Earth Day anniversary and uh, oil spill Katrina Rita, so 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 many things happening too. Um, like what is the one thing you're looking forward to in, in 2020?
3: Ooh, let's see, obviously a great 30th um, Christmas tree project. Really, we've been working with the um, Jefferson Parish Schools and trying to get a coastal curriculum into their. Um, program into the public schools, um, and so we've been having many conversations with the school system, with different curriculum creators. We submitted for an, a grant. We're hoping to get some funding for that, but that that's kind of that's definitely a new initiative of ours, and I'm I'm excited to see that moving forward. Um, and then oh, and and ideally, you see in the Buck- Bucktown Marsh, um, <laughs> ideally this time next year, we sh- we we very possibly could be in construction.
0: Very good. So, so exciting.
3: So there's a, so much, so much is going on. So um am very excited about it. And our boardwalk, that, that's the other one. We, I was out in Bucktown today. We planted 40 trees with some of the football players awesome. from University of Alabama, Birmingham. for they're in town. Awesome. For a
1: bowl football. game? Cool.
3: Yep, we partnered with the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation and Lake Pontchartrain Basin. And um, so we planted those trees out at Bucktown.
1: <laughs> I wonder store. what those dudes thought. Like, I <laughs> hope you made them carry a lot of trees. They're big old dudes.
3: <laughs> we, we made it easy for them. They're for them. <laughs> We, 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 they only had an hour, so we had to dig the holes before they got there, but we <laughs> were out there helping, and they, they had a great time. Um, but uh, the boardwalk will be finished in um, spring, oh, wow. So the, and that's our Bucktown Educational Boardwalk. It's in construction right now, so that's going to be really fun to to have that up and running.
0: Well, seems like so. a similar theme, a, a lot of yeah. work in 2019 and not slowing down in 2020. Yeah. Lauren, real quick, I, I, I know you know what you have to do when you come on the show. We have a fun question. Yeah. So what is your favorite Christmas or holiday movie?
3: Movie. Um, I think
0: definitely Christmas Vacation. Ah! That's three zero. You said her up. I did not. It's Home Alone, Lauren. That you're know. incorrect. It's Home All Alone. All right. Well, Simone is in the minority and she's going to have to practice singing whatever song she was <laughs> I'm, trying we're, to we're sing opening the break with during it. the break. Thank you so much, There's- Lauren, for being on and Merry Thank Christmas. You, Happy holidays. And we'll talk to you more in 2020. Sounds great. Have a good one. And uh, we'll be right back with our last special surprise guest for 2019 on Delta Dispatches. Um, Stay tuned for that. And listen, go catch up over the holiday break, old episodes, deltadispatches.org. And we'll be right back after the break. Well, we Simone is uh, educating me about Christmas songs that I clearly know nothing about. Um, thank you for that, Simone. I'll have to add that to my Christmas Spotify playlist. See, the more you know. You know what I've been actually enjoying a lot. You might appreciate this. Um, you know who has a really good Christmas album? Lady Gaga. I actually, might I <laughs> haven't you know <laughs> <I don't> been <laughs> enjoying it? But uh, Gwen Stefani. Oh yeah, I have it. Do you like her Christmas? I do.
1: Yes. I like Gwen Stefani in general, yeah. but
0: okay i know the See? i know the chorus it's the rest that's a little confusing to me so i'll have to you know maybe give that one Just another going to show how old i test, am i guess another try. that was a big
1: deal when i was little that was a big deal
0: do they know it's crisp is that yes, it okay yes. i know the yeah. chorus all right well anyway we're clearly You're so ready unimpressed to, to wrap it on 2019, but not without speaking to one of our favorite, favorite. guests. I and don't think I've ever been because on the here's, show. Here's the at ironic the same thing time. because
1: I'm trying to get her to replace you, <gasps> and um, so I just want to let you know
0: this is an awkward conversation I was not prepared for.
1: <laughs> no, she was on when we did Everlab, yep. and I had to do that by myself. Right? We we did a couple of episodes based off of that, and then she filled in for you when you were being you in some, San Francisco.
0: Well, there's a well known fact that, um, you know, Kristen Trotz and I can never be in the same room at the same time. Mm. So do we danger happens? (laughs) Do we both exist? Are we both? myths? I don't know. Anyway, welcome to the show. Kristen Trotz, senior program officer with the Walton Family Foundation. It's good to finally be on Delta Dispatches at the same time as you.
4: Jacques, I'm so appreciative that our voices can be spliced into the same. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kristen, if you want to replace me, I will not be offended. <clears throat>
4: Jacques, I mean, I
1: could never. She was smooth. I mean, I'm telling you just like- give
0: me just give me my chance to go out dramatically like Star Jones or something if we're going to do this. I need my...
1: <laughs> you going out in a hair toss and exactly. walking out?
0: I need to have my moment and then you can you can kind of proceed.
1: So um, Kristen was in studio, in studio, in person. Um, we had Robbie on and we had Dr. Lauren Scott, who by the way is like your project that you helped to manage and Kristen was here for that one too. But I, I know um, she did a great job filling in, but it was work that she's interested in frankly too. So I'd like to note that without you here we didn't talk about oysters or birds. <laughs> Although Kristen doesn't like have a bias against oysters or birds, but I'm just saying that you know that, that comes up a lot a lot a
0: lot when we're I together. I remember listening to that show when I was in San Francisco because I was just so curious how you do. <laughs> you were listening first I'm fail. pretty sure birds and or oysters were mentioned in that show, but mm-hmm. I'll have to go back and you can go back and verify at org.
4: Jack, it's really just like a ripple in a pond when you
0: get
4: started talking. The <laughs> effects just
1: continue out. Robbie was a super fun guest to have in studio too, because I think me and Kristen were being me and Kristen and I think Robbie was not prepared for us to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> yeah. And then all we need is Joni talk to the next. Yeah. No, and then see that's, that's like other, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that okay.
1: results in a Lizzo concert
0: and exactly. all else and so, Kristen, oh, I'll
1: break we <laughs> want to
0: ask you about your highlights of 2019. And I'm sorry you cannot say the Lizzo concert because that's obviously cheating. We all know that's a highlight for everyone. Um, but oh,
1: uh, her, solid, her solid grand day. tour world premiere opening. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
0: We all know that's that a given. A, that, that was a
1: high moment.
4: Yes, But it wasn't a coastal moment, you know.
1: But you've been here a lot this year, and that's a testament to your work here. So tell us about your work here in coastal Louisiana that you're most proud of in 2019, but also we want to look forward, to, to 2020.
4: Totally. I felt like, um, in thinking about this, I figured you guys were going to ask this question on a year-end roundup, and I was thinking back to the, the calendar year and thought yesterday was such a great bookend with the young people who were With Jacques and team at the CPRA board meeting in in Baton Rouge at the Capitol, many of them were part of the Super Bowl ad earlier in the year. I thought that was just such a great chance to showcase how many people care about the coast and and to hear how important this work is and and see all of our partners represented in that and really start to see the next generation becoming involved, speaking in their own words about why the coast matters to them and, and really help us understand how much progress has been made. So that was that was my highlight for 2019
0: Aww. full circle man well those kids are something and they are so inspiring so I think that's a great highlight well I mean speaking of there's a theme going on in the show which is 2019 was very busy and 2020 is certainly not going to be any slower so um and th- that applies to you I know for a fact so what are you most looking forward to in 2020 Kristen
4: i am really excited and this is kind of building on on what i loved about 2019 but I'm really looking forward to, you know, as, as we go into that very busy anniversary season, as you all we're, were talking about a few minutes ago, telling stories of success and trying to figure out how we talk about what happens if we, we do restore the coast, what, what a, a successfully restored coast looks like, and, you know, what, what that gets to be like for all the people who live, work, and play on the Louisiana coast. Um, I think we're gonna have a lot of opportunities to talk about that in the coming year and have more people telling their coastal stories. So I am really looking forward to that. But I would not be doing my job if I didn't have a super nerdy follow-on answer, which is that I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, the EIS process for Mid-Barretaria kicking off in 2020. It's been a long time coming and I think there's a big opportunity for people to understand what that diversion project can do for the coast and and start to understand what what the implications of it are for for their lives.
1: Yeah, I mean, we were talking about all these anniversaries, right, which are busy unto itself, but it also brings attention here and and to the stories that we have to tell. And I think that we're kind of always looking to tell positive stories. You know, we want to be cautious, but right, we really have a story to tell here. Clearly, our work isn't done yet either. But you bring up mid-barataria in this, right, that's squeezed in all these anniversaries as is probably like a mid-Breton kicking off. And Mm -hmm. and there's lots and lots of other things that'll be going on too. So we have to find a way to balance all of that, but also um, it's really exciting to think of all the things that we can get done in 2020.
4: It's true.
0: Yeah, and I mean, really, the, the anniversaries, we're thinking about those moments, which were really in a lot of ways so difficult um, and such terrible tragic moments for our state but it's also an opportunity to kind of reflect on where we've come and how we have um, positioned ourselves maybe better or at mm-hmm. least you know moving in the direction of like being more resilient against that next um, disaster so um, it is very important to look ahead and look forward and I think um, you know some of the work that Kristen's talking about um, will allow us to do that and hopefully position us a lot better. Um before that next challenge.
1: I really think that Kristen is just trying to be like Joe Burrow and really want to be an adopted <laughs> native Louisianian. Although you can't be adopted and native, but you know what I mean. So um I think I think that's really I where she's have going with that.
4: Spelling to my name like he did. Oh, well we can
1: we can work on that. You got a crazy Z in there. We can <laughs> fix that up. Like we
4: got that. We can do that.
1: Well we we want to just turn it to fun stuff. And Kristen so-
0: Tratzbearer.
1: <laughs> i like I mean, had deep to deep think kind
0: of that of
4: a, an apostrophe like it's got to be t we trotsovich. could add a, a bitch to, to that
0: or
1: something i was just trotsovich. trying to
0: i was trying to cage, a, cajunify it trotsevich but... okay you could go that I route too you. i
4: needed a, a, a u and an x and i mean there's so many things
0: yeah yeah okay well i'm sorry Simone. i didn't mean to interrupt you
1: Well, I was going to ask a fun question, and it sounds like we have already working on our fun question of how can we Cajunize Kristen's (laughs) name. Okay, well,
0: let's get to the the fun question, though, because we can't let Kristen off the hook.
1: So, Kristen, you may or may not be knee-deep in cocktails already because you snuck away from a party to be with us. So, what is your favorite holiday cocktail?
4: Simone, you know I would be lying if I didn't say Brut Rose with a twist.
1: Guess what Jock gave me. (gasps) I mean, if the man doesn't know his work wife, I mean, he gave me some sparkling rose.
0: I know how to keep Simone happy for the holidays. <laughs> so, well, I hope you have, um, you know, many glasses of Brut Rose over the holidays to celebrate a successful year and toast to the 20s and uh, an even more successful decade to come. Kristen, it's always a pleasure. To always a pleasure, with you. ma'am it would be a toast to the coast, y'all. Thanks for having a me. Toast to a coast. toast to the coast. Well, I hope you no all lose. enjoy a toast to the coast over this holiday season. It's been a pleasure to be with you in 2019, and we will be back and better than ever in 2020 oh, on that's, Delta this That's Dispatch's. a big prediction. <laughs> See you later.